1: What is up, guys? Episode 370. This is the Working Class Bow Hunter podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Geyer, and sitting in as my guest co host, we have Ross Bigger. Hello. Austin Chandler. What's up, guys? AKA Lord Chandler. Wayne Cox, Team WCB. Welcome to the studio, sir. Hey, hey. Do you feel the pressure of a first time podcast right now? I do. <clears throat> Don't feel it. Take a drink of your beer. Relax. Welcome. You know, we're all family here. Um, so, this is going to be another continuation of the Turkey Palooza podcast. But first, we got to get to the biz. You know, working class people, and you know, basically everyone that just pays us an insane amount of money to do podcast. You know, and give us free shit, and makes all the other local people in our area mad at us because we get free stuff. It's
2: ridiculous. Yeah. What well, are you going
1: to do? You know, haters going to hate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not true at all. We're very <laughs> humble here. Uh, the podcast is presented by HHA. Uh, the best thing about HHA, I think, is the lifetime warranty. But beside that, it's great sights. You're not going to have to use that warranty. But if you drop your bow out of a tree stand or run it over with your truck, hey, you're covered. It's like having an insurance plan on your rest and the vertus rest and your sight. And single pen for me has cleared up my sight picture a lot for long distance shooting, for decap and turkeys at real close range. Mm. Um, less to look at. You can focus concentrate more on your anchor more on your shot rather than counting down pens for what you know what i mean we all know what that's like Uh, so if you've been on the fence about trying a single pen i highly suggest at least giving it a try and see if you like it if you got a buddy that's got one you know maybe ask if you can shoot through i know it's not the same as your bow but try it out uh also scent crusher man scent crusher is going to be put to work here soon because we're going to be in camp uh bear camp so all of our stuff's going to be ozoned out fresh going to camp and the room clean gets ran in here more than freaking anything, um, cleaning out all the stench from everybody drinking Bush Light and dip spit. So
0: we didn't run much uh, Scent Crusher during turkey camp, but <laughs> no, we uh, didn't. You know, we probably should have. I mean, stinking things and smell you from a mile off. Them, them
1: turkeys, man. That people underestimate a turkey's nose. You know what I mean? That's why on the roof sometimes they fly down the other way because they smelled you before Dude, they didn't fly up the roof. I swear,
0: I swear, that's what happened. I mean, they're, they all of a <laughs> sudden got a sense of smell in the last year.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, evolution, right? We all know how that works. Yeah,
2: yeah. Especially a northeast wind. I've heard they can smell better with a northeast wind. I think I heard something. Well, I
1: actually heard they only can smell on east winds, east variation winds. So, I mean, take it as what you will. Sink crusher, if we had used it, we wouldn't have to worry
0: about it. Yep. lesson learned.
1: Wind out of the east, birds gobble the least, unless you have Scent Crusher. And smell the most. It's science.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they can smell the most.
1: Podcast also brought to you by Elite Archery. Uh, talk about it all the time. Use code WORKINGCLASS15 at EliteArchery.com. You can purchase a bow, use that code, save yourself some coin, have that bow sent to a local dealer, and jump right in. You can get into an ember for under 450 bucks with that with that code. Um, Ross Bigger's a dealer. Are, are you going to fire back up for the public? You're a busy man.
0: No, I'm I'm pretty busy, but I still do it. I mean, if somebody hits me up, I'm I'm ready to rock. So that's fair. Yeah, just been tied up for last couple years, but I think I think this year is going to be good. It's going to open up a lot. A lot of projects done. We're settled in. Boys are getting older. It's just it's it's good. So
1: cool. Well, if you follow Ross and you're interested in getting to elite, hit him up. Yep. Um, Plus, you could sit with a a a beard goddess while he tunes your bow.
0: Not a god. A goddess. Uh, uh, Beard, a goddess. I got it. I got it. I got <laughs> it. <laughs> the,
1: the famous bearded woman. What are you going to do? Um, also, brought to you by Lone Wolf Custom Gear. Uh, we talk about all the time. American made. They're made in Michigan. Um, billet aluminum. I mean, the toughest fucking stands that you can buy. And use code WCB. Save yourself some money. I mean, it, it's safe to say it's probably the lightest tree stand system. Um, the system, everything is designed to work together. It's packable, pack it in, and you can actually use the stand as a pack frame to pack out your dead critters, man. Um, big time spring or fall food plots, whatever you're doing mineral, if it's legal in your state, if you're interested in getting some food plot stuff, depth code WCB 2020 and get 20 save yourself 20% on food plot seed, um, hunters blend coffee, working classes, the code there for 10% work. I'm going to bring a bunch to camp. So we can get up and feel energized when we're in Wyoming and Bear Camp. And Old Barn Taxidermy. Lots of critters to pick up from Old Barn. And hopefully here in the next few weeks, lots of critters to drop off at Old Barn. So if you go to Old Barn Taxidermy in Fort Madison, Iowa, tell them that Working Class bow hunters sent you. If you still have turkey tags left, if it's season still open in your area, I think they're running a special. It's $300 off a full mount turkey. Uh, $300 off what a normal price is. On a full strut on a limb or a, I think a habitat base.
0: Gee whiz, pretty cool. It's a good turkey mounts
1: are expensive, man. I had some from the past. I spent some coin on Hmm. a lot of money on them. Anyway, awesome. Well, thanks for listening. Welcome, fellas. Right on.
0: Thanks for having us.
1: Part two of Turkey Palooza. We're actually in studio this time. Like following up, we are going to do the part two in camp, but we too much Crown Royal. Too much Crown Royal. We were tired. We stayed up, got up early. Um,
0: three hours of sleep just doesn't do three nights in a row. No,
1: it's tough. It's a tough going. It's a tough going. But man, we have some success to talk about, and I'm super thankful for that success because it was I. Um, so that would be the first morning, what I consider kicking off the the palooza. I decided to go out with a decap. So we should probably describe what a decap is because there's some people that know, and this might be kind of like a repetitive repetitive thing, and then. There's other people that have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. We say solid decap, and they're like, "What? What's it, what? Broadhead?"
2: Yeah, before before we get too far into it, if you want to check them out, Solid Broadhead companies, who you're looking for. So you look up Solid Broadheads, and then they they make the decap. Yep. And it's a 200 grain, three blade monster of a broadhead. So.
0: And they're expensive, but man, they're hand sharpened. I mean, they are. Yeah,
2: you only need to buy it once. I yeah. Mean, you're gonna cut. A and lot the blades of heads are off. replaceable. Yep. And I
1: think Working Class 15, the code works for that. So. But, yeah, you, you, each blade threads on with a little Allen screw. Yep. And then my setup, I don't know how you guys set your D-caps up. What I did, I wanted to shoot a lighter poundage bow so it flew better. So I shot my wife's elite spirit at 40 pounds. Um, I shot a full-length victory arrow, um, ripped TKO, great arrows. And then full-length, glued the insert in. And then what I did is I got full-length fletchings, like 4-inch fletchings, and did a four-fletch to help stabilize that unit.
0: Yep, that's exactly what we want.
1: So do you guys do the same thing, similar? Same more? thing. And,
0: Full link shaft, victory, four-feather. Yeah, and you shoot feathers, out. huh? Yeah, yeah, four-inch four, four inch feathers, four four-inch feathers, and you got to back that pounders down. You can't run your normal 60, 65, 70. Okay, why is that?
1: Because there are some people that were debating it. I mean— Everyone has a different experience with whatever they do. but
0: You know, there's I guess there's a few out there that can say they can run their you know these arrows with these broadheads. 200 grains out front uh, shooting 60, 70 pounds. But honestly, unless you've got the stiffest arrow possible, you just it can't be done. I mean, uh, the yeah. arrow's about to come undone coming out of that bow. Well, it's like a
1: helicopter blade on the end of your arrow.
0: Yeah, and, and there's so much weight. So the lighter the poundage, the less force on that arrow coming out of the bow. I mean, I I shot mine the first time at 65 pounds, and the arrow dang near went sideways and slapped a pillow I was shooting at, (laughs) and I thought, ooh, something's got to change, so I backed the poundage way down. Right. I went down to 52, and they just fly like missiles, and if you take that HHA and you back up a little bit and make a few hashtags or know where you need to be set, I mean, there's guys like Tony Gladwell that shot 34 yards and decapped but there was a hell of an arch in that arrow <laughs> right it's <laughs> moving slow it's yeah it's just putting along but yeah, <laughs> it gets there and, and and even after you know shooting that distance and all that arc in the arrow there's so much kinetic energy there it just pops her head right off so
2: that's probably my favorite decap kill dude that was you awesome. almost see that arrow going to him and just i'll have to watch that one it. i don't
1: think i've i, I saw that one it's yeah. killer. is that on respect the game or yeah yeah um
0: I'm about to sneeze. Ugh.
1: So, yeah, that was the, kind of the mission is – I mean, it's a, in my opinion now especially, it's the coolest way to, to kill a bird because, one, what you have to shoot is unique. Like, you have to practice and you have to, like, take a little bit of extra thought. Like, you're not grabbing a shotgun – and shooting a scatter gun, and you're just like, yeah. I, if a turkey's 15 yards, I'm gonna kill it. Yep. You know, you put the bead there, boom, there it is. It's dead. Still cool.
2: And your de- your decoy setup changes too. If you're decapping versus body shooting, you know, you're cutting your distance in half. So you're putting your decoy like we had it at about six, six to eight yards is. Yeah. That's where I like to have that decoy if I'm decapping.
0: Right. right. And there's so many things that go into uh, a decap setup. Having that, I mean, you could have the perfect setup and you could go out six times and the sixth time finally have that bird do what he's supposed to do and commit to the decoys and get it right in there and want to fight or have it go the other way where you get two or three toms come in and they're just ready to wreck the place. I mean, they're coming in, jumping off the – they're getting off the ground at 10 feet away like ninjas, like a bunch of kamikazes, and they're right. ready to fight. And uh, and then they're so you know rattled up that they can't even – Sit still, so the decap is just nearly impossible when they're just yeah. juking their heads back and forth. And
1: well, yeah, that you, brings a good point. You want I, and and excuse me if if you already said this, but I was I was about to sneeze, so I kind of spaced out for no, three you're seconds. Good. You're good. You want a different type of decoy if you're decapping, so the birds come in and, come in and behave differently. But but right? it's, it's just a, it's
0: a gamble, dude. I mean, you could go yeah. You don't out know there. what they're gonna do. You right? could go, You could throw the like we run DSDs. So Austin and I both go back and <sighs> I'm forth a believer, with DSDs. Man. And this year we bought, both of us bought, the Jake Strutter, and we ran the Jake breeding pair last year. So mm-hmm. it was a Jake breeding the hen, and it comes with a string, and you can put some motion into it. There were so many times this year I wish that I had some motion if I had just had that string tied on to... Uh,
1: we're going to get to some of those stories. We're going to get
0: to them, but anyways, uh, so different combinations. I mean, last year, TJ and Brady came to camp, and uh, for Turkey Palooza, and... Uh, the first day at Austin's farm, uh, TJ slammed a freaking monster bird, and and Brady got it all on camera, and it was some awesome footage. It was really good. Um, I haven't two, watched those hunts yet in the Two gobblers just right over the top of this it's breeding epic. jake. Just rah, rah, rah. I mean, they have—they got awesome cameras, so— they put it in slow mo, and this bird just br right over the top of this. See the
2: old snod bouncing, yeah, it and it's and right up on him. Huh.
0: So the next day they came to they came over to my farm, and Brady ended up killing his with a full strut Jake, and so were they body in, shooting or decapping? They were de, uh, they were body shooting mm-hmm. both of uh-huh. them. Yep, but they so the first day they ended up body shooting off of that Jake Strutter, and uh, the next day they ran the the Strutter, and I asked him. I said after he, after Brady killed, I'm like, so why'd you guys switch up your decoys? It obviously worked yesterday, but those birds came in hot and pissed. You know, at mm-hmm. on the breeding pair, on the breeding pair. So yeah. then they uh, this bird that Brady shot came in full strut, just nice right. and calm, and you know that's did...
1: something, man. Being I've killed a pile of birds, but I still consider myself a rookie turkey hunter. That I mean, I definitely am a rookie turkey hunter, but for killing a pile of birds, you know, a lot of them are fall birds, a few spring birds, but I, I overlooked that part of it. Cause it's something that makes perfect sense. And then like watching your guys' Turkey hunts and experience I have with how turkeys behave. I get it. Once you point that out to me, but if you wouldn't have said anything to me about that, I would have never have thought about it until I was like, shit, what, you know what I mean? It's that goes to prove it's one of those things until you experience it. It's hard to, actually learn it and remember it so now when i do spring turkey hunting that's going to be like what decoy am i going to bring versus what type of shooting or what my arrow set up if i'm decapping if i'm body shooting all that so
0: but but i'll say right there that so this was fifth season last year so 2019 fifth season it's a total mind fuck to look at what what tj and brady did in fifth season versus what happened this fifth season which yeah. was turkey palooza. Yeah. And you think, I mean, we go out and we, anyways, I could, I'm going to okay. get into it. No, go ahead. So they, we just, we go out there, we we call birds in. I mean, it's it's like slam dunk. This bird's dead. He's gobbling. He's he's coming. He's closing distance fast. Yeah. And responding. And then he gets there and then he just kind of holds up. It's like, what the hell? What? Right. So my decoy setup sucks because he got shy and he just stood there and stared and then right. eases off. It's like, well, shit, next time maybe we should just run the strutter jake maybe that'll piss him off yeah well then he comes in the next bird comes in looks at it. it's like hmm i don't think so walks (laughs) off it's like shit maybe we need to just have like
2: just just a hen. yeah yeah and then the next time it's like fuck it let's just nothing at all let's just run no no decoys at all (laughs) i think every bird has their own temperament like and i think a lot of it is by fifth season every bird's seen a decoy or heard calling and they're all kind of getting wise to the game by then, so yeah, we we talked about this at Turkey Palooza, but it just
1: right. Well, let's dive into it then, because we're gonna we're gonna bleed into more of that type of conversation. We just,
0: we it, just went right over the top of your kill. Oh no, sorry. that's fi- <laughs> that's fine. It's a, you just let it
1: flow, you know. But I mean, we're gonna get back into that in a little more detail with like legit experiences, and so of course i i've to decap one that's just a rad way to do it yep. um i always see like larry larry mccoy from respect the game clark cummings those guys are all over that type of stuff um i mean they're probably the two kings i mean there's a sum in there that i don't i'm not too familiar with but in my world clark cummings and larry mccoy are probably some of the kings of the decap broadhead and that, is that fair
2: absolutely that's pretty fair all the uh yeah, all the outdoor group guys are getting it done with the decaps consistently every year,
1: and it's like highlight reel video. Like you can look up a library of Larry Mack shooting heads off birds, Clark shooting heads off birds, badass footage. It's intriguing footage for people who don't even hunt because it's like, damn, that's that is cool. It's gnarly. It's it makes for it's kind of like the knockout punch highlights you see from MMA fighting. It's that's the equivalent of decapping birds when you see that footage. Absolutely, and so. I grabbed a fifth season tag for Turkey Palooza and Lord Chandler and I were kind of chatting back and forth and you're like, Hey man, we got this bird. I think we got his phone number and we kind of were talking about the game plan for think it. I think
2: I might've sent you a few pictures of him a few days before we went down there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then we were kind of chatting about the game plan. Well, Hey, well he's coming at this time. Do you want, do we want to go here? And, and basically what we ended up doing, like, Nope, let's just go to that spot. If we have to wait him out for till 10 o'clock, that's what we're going to do. So we went out Pop the blind up that morning, which was cool. It's it's interesting to me how birds don't give a shit about de- or about blinds, you know. Um, and set the decoys out at five six yards.
2: Yep, yeah. As a deer hunter, you think, man, I got to have this blind brushed in. They're gonna see it, <laughs> you know. Birds don't care. Like you can take that double bowl and set it out in the middle of an open field the morning you hunt them, and if the right bird sees that decoy, he's not even gonna see that blind. He's just screaming in. Which so is crazy. It's different, yeah.
1: It feels wild to have a, have decoys at five yards. And in the footage of my hunt, you can barely see the hen decoy yep. out of like how we're filming. That's how close those decoys are.
2: First time I did it and set it up, I'm like, there is no freaking way I'm going to be able to get drawed back on a bird that's five steps from the blind. But yeah. it works, doesn't it?
1: It, it does work. So <laughs> we set up, and as we're walking in, we hear birds gobbling. And that's where I learned finally what the holla, 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 holla means. Because a bird gobbled and Chandler goes, holla, 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 holla. And I'm like, all right, that's a turkey. Like he's, he always says that. It's from Chappelle's show. Dave Chappelle. But let me holla at you. Let me holla at you. Let me holla. Holla, 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 holla. holla." So it's kind of like that's what they're, that's what a gobble is. A holla, 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 holla. So that's what they're doing, right? They're hollering at the ladies. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: So. Unless it's a Jake and then it's like, hey, 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 (laughs) hey, hey. Let me holla at you. (laughs)
1: So uh, just remember that every time you hear a turkey gobbling, you'll never forget it. That's right. (laughs) So we set up in there, got birds gobbling while we're setting up. Decoys are close as hell. And I'm like, yo, yikes, that is close. And we get in there and basically birds gobbled all morning to us. And we had one working in close up behind us on the road. We walked in and you can just hear his gobble. He wasn't gobbling a ton. But consistent.
2: Enough. Every time I would call, he'd respond. You're like, he he's coming to our call. You can tell yep. it's just, he's responding to us. And before we know it, you can just tell him, like, all right, he's 150. He's 100. And then you can hear, boom. Oh. I'm like, oh, dude, he's like 60. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, he's just right up on us. I mean, that bird had to bend 30 to 40 yards at the moment. Easy.
1: Dude, that – so we can't see this bird. He's coming – from where the decoys are facing, we're facing south, right? Mm-hmm. The birds coming from the north, like kind of back to our right. So the dark spot of the blind, we can't see. We're listening. So we're I'm imagining, and then I'm sitting there with the bow at the decap, and the decoys right there. So when this bird shows up, if he's gonna, this bird's gonna commit. It's gonna be like, boom, there he is, like five yards or closer from me. So that got me worked up. I don't know if you could tell, Austin. I was like, yeah. I'm I'm gonna just draw now. And, Cause I had to shoot a 40 pound bow and Austin's like, let him come to decoys, man. It's, it's not a white tail. Let him come like, let him do his thing. Like take your time, draw when his fan turns or when he gets behind the decoy. And I'm like, sh- I was shaking for a little bit when he was getting close and he was drumming. You can't, the drum doesn't pick up on a camera, right? That bums me out. Yeah. It's hard to explain for someone who's never been close to a Turkey drumming,
2: really low pitch. It's that, crazy. Yeah. It's like a subwoofer.
1: It yeah. is. You can feel it in your body. Yeah. And it makes me want to get a pet turkey, honestly, <laughs> and just like have them out here, you know.
0: I'll say I'll say this real quick to interrupt you, but when the when the go, the gobblers are gobbling within range, they they have like a drumming gobble. When they're close enough, you can hear that drumming in their gobble. Yeah, it's it, you can hear that. And yeah, just I, I can't. I, I'm not a turkey.
1: It's pet. something that I mean. Do, do domestic turkeys do that?
0: I think so. I think they all do it. I've been around domestic turkeys.
1: Dude, I wonder if there's something with a, a wild turkey that he has like a different, you know what I mean, like a like a emotion in his gobble. I don't know. Am I? Am I? I'm probably sounding like an idiot. But
2: I know nothing about domestic turkey. I think we're so way overthinking. These but can you imagine a, Can you imagine a hundred
1: <laughs> domestic turkeys all drum at the same time? I feel like that'd be overwhelming. Maybe they do it. I don't know. I've never been on a turkey farm.
2: Well, it's,
0: it's possible. I don't know. I guess I haven't paid attention. I guess,
1: I guess what I'm saying, is there a difference between a domestic turkey just blah, 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 gobbling or a wild turkey during breeding season in an right. emotional, right. worked up, I'm ready to breed a hen gobble? Maybe I wonder if nice. there's a difference there. Probably is. Someone let me know. I know somebody out there listening knows more about birds than we do, and let me know if you know. Or I'm just being an asshole, and I have no idea what I'm talking about. (laughs) At least I'm netting it. (laughs) I don't recall domestic turkeys. or I guess I have been around a couple of birds, a couple of domestic turkeys, but not like a farm of a bunch of them.
2: At any rate, I was having a blast because I I knew that you were kind of like – on the fence of like, I eh, I'll hunt turkeys, but it doesn't get me that jacked up. Yep. And then to watch that bird, or not to watch him, but to hear him come in, and then just see you like smiling and yeah, listening Getting to him up. like that's kind of yeah. where it breaks you over the edge. It
1: pushed me. It tipped my bucket of turkey hunting over, man. Like, yep. yep, I'm in. It, dude. I was jacked up for a minute there when I when we this bird was committed. What we thought, I was like looking at the broadhead, and I was like, I'm shaking you know like the excitement, it's the anticipation of the bird coming in it's like if you're yep. in a haunted house you know you're you're up on death count 5 alert cuz you know you're about to get shit's about to happen
2: well and their gobbles intimidating like it sounds funny to say that but they're freaking screaming i mean they're hammering it is a loud a yeah. very loud noise and when it they're responding to you, and it gets progressively closer and closer and closer. Yeah. You can't help but get jacked up about it. Your right. heart's beating, you're shaking. I mean, the hair
0: stands up on your neck. Yeah. A twenty
2: five pound stupid ass bird is getting your adrenaline going that much, but well, and, and
1: your your mental toughness is about to be tested in a heated moment. Like yeah. anytime you have to shoot at an animal, you, there's a buildup for me anyway. I maybe I might be the only guy, but I think most of you guys can agree. the The process of All right, draw at the right time, anchor how you practice, do your thing, make the shot, execute, and then like that.
2: It's you you versus Mother Nature. Whether it's a 180-inch buck or a 20-pound bird, it's still you versus Mother Nature. Right,
1: so that build up, knowing that that's about to happen, you're like, ah, shit. (laughs) So this bird's working in, working in, working in, and then nothing for a minute. Then he gobbles back, and he's like further away
2: yeah he's going the other way like 100 yards away i'm like well i, I still think we got out of the blind afterwards and looked at where he would have been 30 to 40 yards i think he's seen the decoy and just turned around and went back the other way yeah i don't know if he was intimidated just didn't like the decoy setup. fifth uh, season vibes yep yep so so i was like we were kind of <sighs> bumming a little bit i was like
1: damn and you know but then we we're like hey that one bird was here it could have been the same bird we don't know like well we'll just wait you know, you still, we heard a few birds gobbling in the morning coming off the roost.
2: Yeah, we heard some short gobbles. I, You could tell there were some jakes back there with him. Yeah. We really didn't know that this other bird was up on the hill the whole yep. time watching us.
1: We probably heard him gobble a couple of times on the roost. Yeah. Because I remember we were kind of, like, oh, there's one over here, there's one back there, and there's some jakes. And then how long, you know, from that bird turning around, and we're like, oh, he's gone. How long before that other Man, bird?
2: When he quit on us to that other bird, 10 minutes. Yeah. It wasn't very long
1: because we're kind of sitting there bsing and we're saying so Chandler's to the left of me and the bird came from the left and he just popped up like he didn't gobble yeah he
2: was he 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 was on the neighbors that was in an elevated position and I think he was just looking down on that decoy setup the whole time and never never talked unless you said like it was first thing in the morning you might have let on a gobbler two on the roost but yeah when I looked over, he had already made his way down the hill and was in the, my bottom field coming to us. I mean, he was 50, 60 yards first time i seen him, and he was yeah. he was on a mission. He's he was coming hot. He wasn't running, but he was on a very steady pace. You could us. tell he was committed. Yep. Yep.
1: And by the way, if you're listening to this and you haven't already seen the footage, it's on our Facebook, it's on our YouTube, it's on our Instagram, um, so watch it there. If you have not uh, got to watch the video, this will kind of like back up our story. You'll see what we're talking about. But – you go right here right here i look over see a redhead i lean back in the blind get my release on and i'm shooting a scott hex so i just get it hooked on my d loop and i'm just ready and you know just let him come and then you started you've basically got him coming in the whole way the, sh- yeah. the footage seems short but that's what it was
2: yeah we didn't have much time to film him. i mean he, when i saw him like i said he's 50 yards and coming hard so yeah. Yeah. Beautiful footage, though. I I was freehanding it, but it, the footage turned job. out pretty decent. And he's coming through a bunch of tall yellow flowers and just beautiful footage of this bird coming in. Yeah. And he gets into like 10 yards and he starts spreading out in the fan <sighs> and everything's open. And his beard's like gnarly. It's like split open. I'm like, oh, we got a double beard. I thought it was a double bearder. <laughs> <laughs> he,
1: he, he came in, hit strut, comes up to the decoys. I mean, he's five, six yards. People got to remember that. Like, that, it's... It looks further away in the footage because you know of the wider angle of the camera. But in real life, this thing is from here to Wayne at the end of the studio you can table. Your, you
2: face. can count your steps when you go out to pick him up, like oh, yeah. four or five steps when you run out there to get yeah, him. And like, by
1: that time, he had flopped two yards further. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes in, and I felt the white tail Hunter and me is trying to take over my my thought of letting him hit the decoys for a minute and make the shot. And he hit, I I'm drawing my wife's bow 40 pounds. So I draw like with my bow down, like low. And he gets to the point where he hits, he gets up to the decoy where I think his head's about to go behind our decoys fan. That's when I drew and I get up an anchor And I don't know if he saw me.
2: I think he heard or saw something or he didn't like the decoy, but he he got in that alert posture where he broke strut and his head was up. And he was, I think he was just getting ready to kind of make his way out. Yeah. I don't think
1: he was going to run, but I think he was kind of making, he was just going to work past. He
2: wasn't going to stick around.
1: Yeah, Yeah. So I was like, oh shit. And I, I'm not kidding, man. Thinking back on it. If he would have been a foot to the right, I would have shot the strap off of that double bull blind. Yeah. I would have, I would for sure, I leaned a little to the left to get around it. Yep. And did you hear me draw or see me draw?
2: I sub, subconsciously, I don't, I can't remember, but you can hear it in the video, but I don't, I was just so focused on being a camera guy and just keeping everything in frame and yeah. making it look right that I was just, I let you do your thing. I'm going to do my job. Okay.
1: Perspective. Cause I'm interested in this. It's a good time to like dissect this little situation. And I'm just curious what were, what in your head, were you like fucking shoot him, shoot him? Or no, what no. were you thinking?
2: No, I, like I said, I'm, I go in slow-mo when they're coming in. I like to watch them mess with the decoys and stuff. So I'm watching him, and I was aware that you were Drew. Oh, you were okay. But when he started getting alert, I'm like, "All right, it's the time. It's time to do it. Like, yeah, it's time to shoot." And you're right about that time is when you shot. So I, yeah. I was glad that you had drawn when you felt comfortable. <laughs> Basically, you were on point the yeah. whole way,
0: dude. I, mean, I
1: I visualize that shit so much. I mean, you still mess up, right? But like, I just try to visualize that stuff as heavily as I can, so when I get there, it doesn't seem foreign to my brain. It felt pretty foreign, though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like, All of them, dude. <laughs> dude, it was so. It's so close. It, it'd be different if I've shot bucks at six yards, like in a tree stand, steep angle, right? But you're yeah. 20 foot on a tree, right? I'm. This turkey's right there, man. And then if three steps, he's out of there. So I just leaned back. and I'm like, got the click of my release, let it fly, and I hit him, and he flopped. And in my head, I'm like, I could have just nicked his head or his neck, or maybe hit low and caught below the waddle and he's going to get up and take off running. So in my head, I'm like, oh, shit, get out the blind. And I just, like, step-footed out of the blind. I don't know how I didn't follow my I ass. I don't know either. Or take the blind That's out. It's pretty insane. graceful. It was graceful as hell considering my situation. I can't believe I didn't throw the bow on the other backup decap I had on the blind, like, and cut the string or something. <laughs> just explode <laughs> Like, I don't remember. Any, all I remember is going out. I don't even really remember running out to the bird. I just remember going to get its head to keep it from flopping around and kind of just hold it in place. and. Looking at his head being like, "Oh shit, it's gone," and then I'm, it's kind of like fuzzy there until I get back to the blind. I'm like, "Holy shit!" His <laughs> wow. head was clean <laughs> off at the waddle.
2: He goes, "His head fell off." There's just a, <laughs> they're just, they're just like, they're falling off. They're just like a little inch of the red jiggly left on the body. Yeah, he he couldn't have taken any more. <laughs> oh, it was I mean, beautiful, dude, beautiful.
1: I couldn't believe it. So I'm like, it took a minute right to settle in. I'm like, "Holy shit!" I just decapped a turkey and then go back to watch the footage and it's like. The dopest slow-mo footage of all time. I mean, it went a little out of focus, but I, for me, my first decap on a bird like that, I couldn't ask for anything better. No. Yeah,
2: it was awesome. It worked out great. I'm
1: stoked. I think I've watched that footage 1,400 times, maybe 14,000 <laughs> times. Like, I have been, man. That
2: was, that was at what, like quarter to seven, seven o'clock? I mean, yeah. we, we had that tag punch before seven o'clock on the oh, first yeah. day, so yeah. we were pretty jacked. We got pretty drunk. We did. We celebrated. <laughs> yeah, it's a celebration. It's a celebration.
1: <laughs> it was fun, man. I was stoked, and we got some really cool pictures. Um, I, got, I got a picture with the famous bus.
2: We did. We took some bus pictures.
1: It was cool, man. The, the video turned out really great. So, man, it couldn't have worked out better, you know? I could hear in the footage you kind of, like, laughing a little bit, like, fuck yeah, but... You did a great job as camera guy. You didn't you didn't ruin the footage by like, I'm, celebrating it. You know?
2: I'm not an expert camera guy by any means and I run my camera on autofocus so it's just easier for me. I don't have to manually focus anything. So Damn. that kinda of bit me a little bit right at the shot, but it's still the video looks great. I mean it it really did. It turned out really well. So. And it's
0: so hard to, to try to play camera guy when you're naturally a hunter. Oh, yeah. So, well, and yeah, you grab a camera and it's like, it, you look away just from the
2: camera so easy, like,
0: dude, you better
2: draw right now. Like, I, there's yeah. nothing I wanted more than to just look away from that viewfinder and just watch that yep. shot. But yeah. if you want good footage, you're better off just pay attention to what you're doing, keep yep. your eye on that viewfinder, and, and right. do your We get job. to sit
0: around and watch that video over and over oh, yeah. and over. Dude, I have been too. <laughs>
2: beautiful, beautiful
0: footage.
1: It's slow mo. It's like. Like, I had a guy that does not his even
0: head completely off the fly bird off. in one of the frames, like frame by frame by frame. And it's a
1: 40-pound bow, so like you can see the arrow kind of flying in slow-mo, right. barely, but you can see it. I like,
2: think you can almost see the arrow skip in the background. Like, it looks even. like it splashes some dew or some water or something in the background and kind yeah. of pops in the just background. Just skipped
1: over 20 yards of wet grass after it lobbed his head off. There wasn't even blood on that broadhead. It just zinc samurai's head clean off and just that's, hit the a, grass. And,
2: that's a special little spot on that farm kind of unrelated but the the second bird i killed this year my no blind bird was 10 yards on the east side of us mm-hmm. and then my tethered buck was 10 yards on the right side of us so that like everything i've killed on that farm's come right from that it's an spot. awesome so pinch it's point. kind of a cool little spot it's
1: beautiful too with all the like the wildflowers and stuff yeah. but it turned out great so <laughs> we celebrated took some pictures got everything handled and we go to the famous old school bus and took some. Do you, do you have a name for that thing? I don't. Just the need old, to
2: come up with something. Old school bus. The bang bus. The bang bus. <laughs> <laughs> the bang bus. <laughs>
0: so
1: got some pictures of the bang bus. Um, some funny ones I need to post of like the bird on the front of the bus, uh, you know, fanned out. Austin driving with his Fu Man, turkey Fu Manchu. And then me like what uh, would be the seat behind you and we're hanging out the window pointing at the camera like a bunch of assholes <laughs> it's freaking great
2: we're not disrespecting the animal by any means much respect yeah to the bird but we're just having some fun in the pictures so yeah well yeah. yeah we're
1: not doing anything to the animals the animals are like in the forefront and we're just in the background yeah. um so we did that got some good pictures and cool i mean honestly turkey versus whatever animal that was one of the coolest experiences i've had in the woods man
2: we had this conversation when ross and i killed together it's 10 times better when your buddy's in the blind with you like it's fun to turkey hunt yeah but there's no comparison to killing a bird with your buddy it's just 10 times better
1: yep it was amazing so we look we get that bird loaded up and ross you're hunting on another farm at this point yep and we're driving out we're in austin's truck got everything loaded up and we
0: (laughs) i called you guys I called you guys right before this. I actually I called Austin. I'm like, dude, yeah. So this is early. This is like 6:40. So you killed your bird at like before seven. So it was, it was yeah. It was like right in. It was rain. close. Right so So I called Austin. I'm Chandler's like, taking
1: dude, a, a bathroom break, so we're gonna we're gonna drag this out for a minute. But I'm yeah,
0: like, I'm like, dude, <laughs> how you guys doing? No, I didn't even start with that. It
1: was before I killed.
0: Yes. Wasn't it, it was right before you killed? It was before. I was okay. just calling to check in. Right. But I called, and he goes, "Did you kill one?" Real quiet, like super, just whispering. And he's like, did you kill one? I said, no, I fucking did not. These birds come, <laughs> this big old tom comes rolling in. And, uh, well, he w- He didn't come rolling in. I went to a different ridge, and he was gobbling like three ridges over. Mm-hmm. but I thought, man, I don't want to go down through these huge ravines. So I'm just going to back out, go around, walk through the cornfield, and then get right in where I think he's at. Yeah. So I got in there. As I'm walking up to the timber, I'm like, man, he's got to be close. (laughs) Like, right (laughs) there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's like he's right there. I'm like, oh shit. I literally hit the deck as soon as he gobbled. I'm like, oh no. So I hurried up. I started pulling my decoys out and getting everything set up. And I got the Jake set, which was a full strutter and a hen. And then I thought, I'm like 10 yards away. I can scurry over this tree, get set up. Mm -hmm. I should be good. And as I'm crawling over the tree, he goes, and then he's right there again. I'm like, dude, this turkey's got to be seeing me. Yeah. And I hurried up and sat down, and I I look down this ridge, and I've been mowing this ridge. It's like a little like wide enough for a ranger to drive down one way. Mm -hmm. And I look over, and I could see tail feathers, but his head was behind the tree. Mm -hmm. And then pretty soon he turns, and his little stupid-ass blue head pokes out and goes, Again, I'm like shit. He's right there. He's like sixty yards. So, I uh, I'm sitting there and I keep I I don't I don't say a word. I just have the decoys sitting out. I'm like I'm not going to say anything. Just let him see the decoys. Let the decoys do the work. And long story short, he looked at him and said nah, and just kind of slowly walked off. As he's walking away, I'm like what do What are you doing, dude? You're right. And I went. <laughs> And he, like, he just, he jumped forward and looked back. Like, I just scared the shit out of him. That's so bizarre. And then he just walked off. I'm like, fine. So I got up, collected my shit, and headed on to the next one. But before I collected my shit, I called you guys. And I'm like, geez, man, this sucks. This bird just got, like, he was scared of me. Yeah. I don't know what what just happened, but he's, I hate turkeys. (laughs) And... And the inner Eric, Eric
1: came out on you a little bit,
0: yeah i was I was uh, turbo hating these cock- yeah. the
1: fuck turkeys vibe came out,
0: so anyways, I just I'm like, whatever, so you guys are all on one you got you got birds gobbling around, you got some jakes. that's what I got out of the conversation. I'm like, all right, good luck, man, we'll see you later I'm literally i I didn't jump and run, I just sat there and thought, well, I'll just wait for another gobbler to holler out or something, mm-hmm. and the wind starts picking up more and more, and I thought, man, eh, shit. So I'll just wait for a cruiser or something. About that time Snapchat rolls in, you're hanging on to a head. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a there, you you <laughs> just killed like ten minutes after we talked, so I'm like, shit, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. So that's is that tied us back into where we're at leaving after taking photos.
0: So yeah, so then I'm I'm like, all right, I'm gonna you guys you wanna roll over and, and take photos, or what do you want to do? Well, let's get a game plan together. So they hash it out. You guys hash it out, start talking, and and uh, I'm like, well, I'll just I'm just gonna pack my shit up because they're gonna be rolling this way or something. I mean, I'm, we're we're gonna do a photo shoot of some kind, so fuck these turkeys, I'm out of here. So <laughs>
1: yeah, sorry, so we're, I'm, I'm
0: on the big fuck train right no, now. No, that's
1: but, fair. Uh, Eric's <laughs> been on that fuck train for four years,
0: so, so I'm like, yeah, I'm out of here. So I pack up and and I get back to the shop. And I'm getting about ready to start getting all the cameras. Okay, ready Okay, yeah, and this is coming back to me. My and adrenaline sudden, still is bleeding in. My I'm phone's like, still on vib- vibrate, and I'm like, I'm like, Z-Z-Z-Z. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Well, it's Austin. I'm like, hey, what's up? He goes, dude, there's a gobbler down here, like just rattling his brains out. Let's, why don't you come down here? We're and watching him out of the truck, dude.
1: We were leaving, pulling out, and there's like a little open field, some cut logs, and off to our right, and I see the fan. I saw it before Austin. I'm like, hey. And it didn't move. It looked like a decoy. Yeah. It took... His reaction to the truck was, he didn't know we were there. He didn't care. He's so delayed. that I'm like, hey, what's... And then you were like, what the... Oh, shit. Put it in reverse and backed out real quietly. And that's when he called you. So
0: So he's like, hey, get down here right now. I'm like, give me 10 minutes. I'm getting all my stuff. Like, I'm, I'm ready to rock. Just give me 10 minutes and I'll be on my way. I'll be down there in 25 minutes, maybe. So that's a long time, but... I'm dashing hard. So I throw all my shit in, start flying down there. I rule Austin's like, just pull in the driveway and pull up, we'll meet you at the truck. I'm like, all right. So at my truck. So I'm like, all right, fine. So I I, I pull in and uh we get out, we start walking up. We thought we saw uh, what was it? I think I think we saw a hen or something run off the field. Yeah, and we're like, "Shit, it was a hen." Yeah, he was probably with her. We just fucked this up. We're, we're this is bad, right? So we we keep walking as we round the corner.
2: <laughs> holla 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 He was holla. I mean, you. <laughs> so
0: another one way behind, like over in the big field, and which is like I don't know, 150 yards away through the timber. Uh, there's just yeah. little little sand lane leading around to that big field, and
1: it's we, basically we, the we beginning round. of the field that the first bird we, we were working where you came out it. of. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. So our, so my truck's parked right in between. Yeah, us. we're like, well, shit, we can't get any closer because <laughs> okay. the bird's gonna see us. And the doors are open on. Yeah, it. the doors are wide open because we, we don't want to make them any noise. <laughs> so we're them.
0: taking Snapchats so this this this. Damn pickup truck right in the middle of the road. 40 yards from literally <laughs> in straight line between us and the bird. Like, oh, shit. I don't know if this is going to work, but Paul Beggs did it. So let's try it. Let's do it. So, yeah, you guys told me, I'm like,
1: hey, we're we should just getting that truck and pull forward like 50 yards. He was like, now nope, fuck that. That bird will see us. Yeah. It, nope. Like they don't care about that stuff. Like equipment vehicles, they don't care. Like They'll strut right next to them. Yep. Because right. didn't Paul have a situation where the, a bird was like touching his truck?
0: Pecking his uh, uh, chrome bumper. Yeah, it was looking
2: yeah. at its reflection in the chrome. Oh my.
0: <laughs> like getting in a fight with a chrome. No kidding. Thinking it was somebody else. <laughs> it's pretty cool.
1: And we can't decoy a bird for shit. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> so just get so. a chrome,
1: a chrome bumper, man. You'd be yeah. fine.
0: We set up and and we thought we were gonna get close. And long story short, we he he didn't commit. So he we, was
2: doing fifth season turkey shit. He'd gobble yep. at us, and then ten minutes later, he'd be two hundred yards away gobbling. Like, yep. well. He's not going to work.
0: Yep. Yeah. So we, we backed out of there and went and did something else. So,
1: Yep. So at this point, it's probably, I mean, you only hunt until 1 o'clock. We got to, you know, remind everybody of that in Illinois. 1 o'clock is the cutoff time. So we're like 9-ish at this point. Yeah. So we're still fairly
0: yeah. early. But, I mean, a lot of the big, a lot of birds hit the field later in the morning and they start cruising and all that. It, just, it seems like that's what they do. But. I, honestly, that, that 200 yards away didn't scare me because I've, I've called them in in years past, um, you know, they, they get, they don't care anymore. They're like, ah, piss on you. See you later. Right. So they take off, they're 400 yards away and you get out there, get a different decoy set up and then rat, rat, rat. And then they, blah, and yep. then you just fire them up and then they hear they come again and you can call them back. Yeah. But maybe you've moved 40 yards and change your decoy set up just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it it can happen.
1: I don't, I don't actually remember what I don't remember what happened after that. I'm drawing a blank. Did we took I took off we, I I went home for a bit. Right? Isn't that what happened?
2: Yeah. After we struck out on that bird, we kind of said piss on him, and uh, you headed home and took pictures with isla may and yep yep got a few pictures with her and we kind of regrouped and everybody met back in my place i think it was probably what four or five o'clock
1: yep and then you know the the party part of turkey palooza started uh the next day the game plan was for ross and i to go out and try and get on a bird and then uh, lord chandler sorry i gotta pronounce you know come at you as your <laughs> holy name. lord lord oh
2: lord <laughs> lord
1: uh, Tank Cameron Tank and Wayne Cox. It, we, you guys wanted to do team Bigger Cox. Um, Ross Bigger, Wayne Cox. You know, Bigger Cox is a great turkey killing name. And I love that, actually.
0: Actually, Wayne came <laughs> up with that. And he,
1: how did you, you know, how, how did you think of it? Well, that was pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I enjoyed that, but you, you, all three of you guys went out Wayne, Tank, the loud, um, all on a ground blind together.
3: Yeah, it was, it was pretty tight there.
2: A Little tight, a little cozy.
3: But uh, it worked out great. Tank hauled the the double blind the whole time, and I had my bow, and Austin had the do- uh, decoys, and I felt professional, really.
1: Yeah. You felt like you had like a like a media crew with you.
2: Yeah, I felt like I was <laughs> I was somebody. You had a, you Tank had a media was our mule. He packed the blind around the whole time. We give him the heavy part.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, his name is Tank,
2: right? <laughs> you know. What did we end up, six sets that, that day? Yeah, we were hustling. We made six different sets, and we were close. Like, we saw multiple birds. I mean, birds that just, well, out of the truck we saw two at 40 yards. We were sitting in the truck, and they strutted past us and couldn't get them to come back in. And the last bird on that day was really close to us. This was at, like, 1230. I mean, we're talking a half hour before shooting time's up. And he he got real close.
3: He would have been dead if we would have had shotgun.
2: He would have been dead.
3: But uh, the famous saying, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, which I mean,
1: shit. That just I mean, you're handicapping yourself so much with a bow. Yeah. But
0: the thing is, is when the when that decap opportunity comes and they commit to the, they commit to the decoys. That's the the big one there. When they commit to the decoys and they come in and then provide them provide an opportunity for a decap, and it all works out. It's like, oh. Why don't we do this on every freaking bird that we call in? Yeah. Well, well it's, it's because they're stupid turkeys.
1: It, it's luck, though, right? Like I got lucky that that my bird committed, mm-hmm. and that it was up to me to capitalize. So we were on high a high stroke right off the gate. Like we're like, this is great. One tag filled. There's only two more tags in Camp Wayne and Ross. This is easy. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna cap these out tomorrow for sure. Like we had a lead on
2: birds from all of the birds that were gobbling at us. Yeah, we were. Uh, both groups were on birds all morning. I yeah. mean, we were, we were all yeah. on birds, but yep. they were doing just typical late season turkey shit and not committing. And right. It's tough, man. We got we got lucky on getting your bird to commit right off the roost. I'm, the I'm and, and to go super back, thankful for and it. And
0: to go back on uh, talking about birds committing or or birds that have been called on or called at, you know, in the past few seasons prior, seasons one through four, um, man, there was... I honestly can say on my side, maybe I called it a, a bird that had been called at that year or this, this season, and I'd, otherwise the rest of them were fresh. They just they all acted the same. So I was like, you know yeah. what? Because we year, were out while they I'll were out
1: in a different spot where you nope. knew those birds hadn't been called it, that no. we knew of. Right. And we went and set up a blind up in the morning. Yep. Get up. The, we were in a pinch point. If there was ever a pinch point for a turkey, we were in it. Yep. And we had the dequest set up. You were decapping. You're trying to decap. Yep. So I'm all jacked up, right? You know, I'm all the turkey king at this point. Like, fuck the tiger king. <laughs> and here I am, you know. I'm,
0: we're banging out two birds and back yeah. to back.
1: Who's Carol Baskin? You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, we're in the ground line, <laughs> ready to rock. And I'm feeling good about it. Yeah. And then he just <sighs> right,
0: right off the, like, before he gets off the roost, if you would have been like hammered. Kurt, how
1: much money that this turkey comes in, I'd been like, I gave a thing in my bank account.
0: I thought for sure that I'd, bird have bet, was coming. I'd have bet you the same. Like, dude, this yeah. is this bird's dead. Not
1: your bank account, but mine.
0: No, 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 four dollars. No, my
1: bank account. <laughs> 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 Let's just say five bucks. Steve's bank account. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Both of us were going to bet five bucks. This bird is coming in. Like, it, yeah, was, it I was. It was a slam dunk. Like every time I or I, he would closer. <laughs> And then, and then he got off the roost And he was closer Closer I'm like He's so dead Like I'm clipping on Yeah Like Get the camera going right now Yep uh, Just like you and Austin I mean it was, it was a done deal Yep And he come to the timber edge Looked at the decoys Shh, Shut up I'm like what?
1: I, we sat there for a while too after he shut up, and
0: you're like screech at him, just see what, see, you know, see what's going on. And I'm and impatient, I, so like, right, right. right. So, <laughs> so Kurt's like, just, hey, just, just say something to him. I'm like, just, just hold on a minute. Give him some sexy. Right. What like, I, what I keep right, saying. Right. Let me holla at you. But but put, I want to give him some sexy, not some horror. Like, put I just some wanna, stank <laughs> on it, man. I just want to say, hey. But He, uh, anyways, I ended up striking up on him again, and he, he, uh, from like. Two hundred yards. Yeah. He's over the hill going down. He he came up, look, down the hill he goes. It's anyways. I'm like, Well that bird sucks. I mean, we're done. We might as well pack up. You're like, just let, let's just hang on him for a minute. Let's just see what happens. I mean,
1: Me, he's trying to be the responsible oh, turkey hunter.
0: The coming in. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so we went from impatient to just, just call at him for like straight 10 minutes. Just yelp until. <laughs> yelp until he comes in. Yelp until <laughs> your fingers are tired, man. And then he's going away. And I'm like, oh, we're out of here. He's like, just, oh, just hold on. Hold on. So we sit there and wait five minutes. And then I, and he, he's closer again, but still looking the other way. So I thought, man, oh, man, this just ain't gonna work. And you're, I mean, all these different, every hunt's different, but for the most part, as a whole, when they come and they see and then they go away, ninety percent of the time, not ninety five or ninety nine, but ninety, it, give or take, they 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 usually are they're out, they're yeah. they're not coming. So I just I just I was like, yeah, I'm over it. So we ended up bailing out of there. That's when we went down to Austin's.
1: Back where I shot my bird,
0: right where you shot your bird the day before, and we, we flew down there and we called. But what hey, did you take it's, with you? these stories. But hey, but, but what, what did
3: you take down there with you?
0: Um, a good time. A really, yeah, a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> we took. Let's
1: talk about the contemplation we, 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 before we t- left the first set because <laughs> you're like, man, it's it's pretty much the last day. Tomorrow's Mother's Day. Should I grab a shotgun? And I was just like, grab the fucking shotgun. Let's go kill a turkey, man. Let's I, I, go hit so, one with a wad. All right.
0: So I bitched out on Bo, and I went to gun. I'm like, right, we're, let's go down to Austin's. Let's get the gun. <laughs> Austin, or, I'm sorry. Wayne found out about this later and was like, thoroughly pissed. He had to like, point it was, out. He was losing his mind pissed. It's very fair. Uh,
1: you had an open tag. You had a right.
0: Right. I didn't relay the message that shotgun was in hand now. So we went down there. <laughs> like, Conveniently. I'm killing, I'm killing this bird. Like, I, I've got to, uh, this thing's going to die. So we get down there and right out of the truck. Bah, I'm like, bah, 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 bah. He's so dead. Let's get on him. So yeah. we get right past where the truck was the day before with the doors open. Yep. And get right on the point. See a hen. Right, we're,
1: Remember the hen?
0: Yep. Saw the hen. We ducked her. We we literally crawled into the spot like, oh, man, we're going to get this set up. Yep. We're not going to spook her. We're, and he's still down there on his own, not even responding to us. Just bah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm like, yep he's coming like he's up. he's 200 yards at this point he's fired up like if we squawk at him in any way he's he's gonna be right back here so we got set up finally set up real quick and 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 give him a little and he and i I, just started cutting him hard and he's firing like he's triple gobbling just one after the other i'm like yep so i just shut up i'm like he did. I literally I, thought, just, I, for I sure. literally just sat back in my chair, put my call down, like, here he comes. <laughs> and uh, he did. He came all the way up to, like, 80 yards. and then I'd say he was closer than that. Yeah, he's probably, maybe 60. Yeah. yeah. But, no, he did that little, little.
1: Well, we're calling him, right? And I see him. I was behind you a little bit in the shit, and he was coming from around, like, the corner. Mm-hmm. So I was like, where is he? You're like, 80 yards, got coming all right like, he's like, half strut like
0: five seconds apart where is he yeah i'm like he, he's holding still he, he's not moving he's he's gobbling but he's standing in the same spot so he five gets five seconds to... where is he well i can't <laughs> see because i'm filming you know i want
1: i want in my battery is like i got a different battery yeah, yeah, my yeah. camera doesn't fit perfect so my camera's like shutting on and off because the battery was like falling out and i Fuck that. So matter. we
0: we had to actually plan this out really good. So that's why the communication was going. on. like, where is he at? Because yeah. camera camera can't come on until the, the the right time.
1: Right. So we're sitting there, and then I can see him. So he's made his way on the other side of the field, and I'm like, all right, I, all right, all right, I see him. There he is. You know. And we got the breeder DSC, DSD and the like the lay down hen or whatever the hell you call it. Breeder, yeah, breeding hen. Yeah, and I can see him finally. And we're both, I'm, we're not in blinds, we're sitting on the ground, and I'm like in the thermos seat tucked out in the brush, like all cozy, you know, just chilling there, trying to keep the glare off the top of the camera. I can see him, and I don't want to like look around, because I know he can, he's looking our direction at the decoys. Well, then I hear some commotion going on in the woods to our left, and there's a creek down there. And we hear a bird fly off, a turkey, and then I hear splash, 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 splash through the creek. And a bunch of sh- like commotion going on. And I whispered to us, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this bird is looking over here. Whatever's going on is going to blow this for us right now. And I think that is what blew it for Meanwhile, us. Meanwhile,
0: this this Tom, he's 60 yards right on the fence row in the shade. And he pops his head up, of course, like all the birds do. And you yeah. hear all this shit going on. He was gobbling back at us and then started cocking around like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And both of us were like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And meanwhile this bird bup, 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 right over <laughs> I the top I, go, of this.
1: I go, What the fuck is going on? And goes, I don't know, but it's pissing me
0: off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was getting hot. I'm it, like, that, this, this was this was this bird
1: is dead. This situation blew it for us.
0: And I honestly thought when we started calling him back that it was the bird that bailed on you guys the day before. So I'm like, How much better would this be if we can call this bird in and wax his ass? And then say, Austin, remember you guys? That- it probably was the same bird. I bet so, you it was. So yeah. you didn't even name him. You would be
2: able to say, Austin, you remember that bird you couldn't kill yesterday? I just killed him.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but then
1: you know that, what that bird's that name is? Been... Dave Chappelle. <laughs> That's what we're calling that bird. He's going to be there next year.
0: But the cool thing about that, like in my mind, I'm sitting there with my gun in my hand and ready to blast this thing, calling him in <laughs> from the, from the day before I love it. with <laughs> you guys' hunt. I'm like, this will be perfect. So. Austin, so I had Austin come and he killed his third bird this year with a bow, uh, behind my house. And it was, I can, I am convinced it is the same stupid bird that I called twice and he come out hundred yards, 80 yards, and then get bored and leave. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to, that day that we were hunting together, Austin, we, I'm like, let's just, let's leave this farm. Let's go back to my place and we'll kill this bird. And sure enough, he comes out, he did the same damn thing. Sat there and at 80 yards, 100 yards, and then worked his way to 80, and he'd gobble, and then he'd just start pecking the ground like an idiot. And then he'd look around like he wasn't interested, and then all of a sudden, he'd be looking hard at the decoys, and then it took over an hour to get this bird to come from 100 yards into 20. Actually, I think he came to 15, and then he...
2: Yep, he took his time. He was pecking at the ground and dinking around and acting like he wasn't interested. And but it
3: was also raining pretty good at that time too, wasn't it? It was coming and going.
2: Yeah, it rained pretty good before that. Yeah, and he was he was he was wet at the beginning of the
0: hour, and by the end of the hour, I think it had dried up a little bit, and he had strutted and and fluffed his feathers. And yep. But, anyway,
2: yeah, that would have been cool if I could have smacked that bird on your farm, and then you took one off of yeah, that. Yeah, that's
0: that's what I was going for. So I thought, man, this would be sweet. I can kill my bird off of your farm. You kill your bird off of mine, and and it was the bird that dinked you guys around the day before. I thought, man, this would be sweet. Well, then all that commotion, and and I am with Kurt. I think that that goofed everything up. Oh yeah, I mean, he, at one point he got a little bored, but in fifth season, you, you look for a board to get a bird, a bird to get bored um coming in if they don't like the decoys they got to think about them a little bit that's just one of those deals where i think fourth fifth season birds are harder to kill but that's just my experience maybe everybody else can just slam them but i'm i have to agree with
2: that overall i birds work a lot easier for me even if it's it's like man it's cold it's 20 mile an hour winds it's never going to work and yeah stick the decoys out and i had three different birds come in that first morning like they're just Seems to me like they just work better earlier. But so it, it makes, it, it but makes sense.
0: Any, anybody listening, if you're if you're trying to pull a Henderson County tag, just go ahead and do that four and five, so that the one through three are open for <laughs> next year.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I mean, also, you know, reaching out to people listening. Do you have the same experience? Like, what's your if? And I don't know how every state works, but if you're Illinois what season do you hunt like what's your go-to season like when you put in what's your first choice for draw yeah um
2: there's a lot of states that don't even start until we're halfway done yeah there's a lot of states that don't even open until you know first of may
1: once again a lot of states do it better than illinois when it comes to their seasons iowa perfect example you know if you have a bow if you're bow hunting you can hunt all seasons right i personally believe illinois should do that in iowa you can hunt all day that'd be great but for some reason, hunting turkeys all day it makes me tired. Or all day, I mean, till one o'clock makes me tired. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: You're ready well, for a break by the time one o'clock gets there. I think
1: it's because you're chasing them the whole time because you know your day is short. Yeah. Versus if you could hunt them all day, you take a couple hour break in the middle and then get back at it. So you're probably hunting the same amount of time. I mean, I'm not speaking for everybody. For us, and maybe I'm wrong there, but I think you're probably it's probably the same amount of hunt time. But it'd be nice to be able to. Have an opportunity to do it all day. Well, I think you'd be more successful killing the afternoon. I really
0: wish that Illinois would, would start even a week earlier yet because, like, youth season comes in. Yeah. What's that come in? Two weeks ahead? Of I do I think it's two weeks, maybe. I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe it's a week ahead. But either way, those birds are fired up. I mean, yeah. they, they're listening to the first, like, just listening hard for the first uh, hen to say, <coughs> <coughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, and here they ha, 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 ha.
1: So <laughs> where where was... did we leave off? Did we leave off after the Dave, the Dave Chappelle turkey? Is that where we ended? Because what I want to do is talk about. Cause we,
0: where you and I ended? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because so, yeah. we took so off and we, went back to we, where we went
1: in the morning, first thing that morning.
0: Yeah. So we bailed out. We left. Yeah. So then the next morning. No, we talked about that. So yeah. that we called that bird off the roost. He walked away and then he yep. came back. So it was the next set. We went down. Yeah. Okay, so now we're we left Austin's farm. Yep. We left Austin's farm and then uh what the hell did we do? We bounced back
1: to the bird on the thirteen acre farm.
0: We went well first we went back to where Austin shot his third bird back by my block. You're right, we did and we yeah. walked that whole field and I'm like, dude, let's just go back here and just try yeah. to strike somebody up. So we're just walking along the field edge and wah, 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 wah. nothing. I'm like, well, maybe they didn't hear us. Let's walk another hundred yards. It was windy
1: at this point, point.
0: and mm. I'm like, rat, 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 nothing. Walked up even more, rat, 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 <laughs> nothing. I'm like, well,
1: mind you, every, between every yelp and not getting the gobble back, Ross is like, let's just, um, we should just cut in here and look for mushrooms. <laughs> and I'm like, no, let's,
0: let's. I was on the mushroom train. I was point. not
1: ready to give up on the birds yet, which is mm. great for me. That's a big deal. I mean, awesome. We talked a lot about my patience for birds. I was in it. Right, you I was were in it. I was in the birds. I was, I mean, I was fired up. Right, I just killed a bird. Yep. Yep. So I was, I was will- feeling hot. You know? I was
0: willing to give up on it. And I was but that's counting. understandable,
1: man. You've had a longer season than I have. You've well, hunted for birds than me. That's
0: what I told Wayne too. I'm, I, I told him after we come back, I'm like, man, fuck these birds. I'm just pissed off at turkeys right now. I just don't want to mess with them anymore. Like, let's go find mushrooms. Let's just have a good time. And he's like, I'm, I'm not over them I'm like, I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're like two point five days into this thing. Like I've been hunting since season one, and it sucks. That's true. It's, <laughs> that a, different game, uh, it's a different game, man. I, I just suck at hunting birds, but
1: I, you don't I, though. I think you you're the you're your biggest uh, cri- cri- critic. critic critic. I was gonna say critiquer. That's not a word, is it?
0: No, Austin. Uh, so day three, day. Oh, I'm sorry. So season one, day three was my first hunt on on turkeys. <laughs> yeah, that's and cool. Austin came out with me. He had already killed one. And I'm like, all right, I'm two.
2: You killed two. Yeah, this is
0: day number That's three. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the you killed line. day one, and then you killed day two. And then day three, I was up to bat. And we, uh, you had the camera, and we were filming, and we set the decoys out. Same strutter, full strut decoy uh, with the breeding hen, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, so a Jake and this big long beard come out at 9 o'clock in the morning, finally hit the field because they're always back on the ridges and down deep. They finally hit the field, and he takes his time kind of getting out into seeing distance or, or, or uh, line of sight, and he sees it, and he gobbles, and then he gets all cocky and raises his head, and then he just lowers his head and comes running. And his big old tits are bouncing, and he here he comes. I mean, he's hot. <laughs> And Austin's laughing as he's filming. He's like, <laughs> he's like
2: eighty yards. I'm like, you better get ready because he ain't stopping. <laughs> yeah. Here he comes.
0: Look at him. He's so stupid. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. So we.
0: Uh, so here he comes. Like he's he's fully committed to the decoy. He comes flying. I mean, running in hard. And <laughs> he he comes around. There's a few things. That we didn't have set up on the, on the decoy set that should have been. So I forgot the nut and the washer for the fan. And I had oh. a, I had a, I had a GoPro clamp
2: on the back stud. It's like a his. six inch clamp hanging off the ass of the turkey holding yeah. the fan. <laughs> just like a, just like a he comes on. screaming around the edge of it. He's like, whoa, what is what's wrong with this <laughs> it's guy? a total butt clamp. What is that, man? Yeah.
0: <laughs> he did too. And so the footage is hilarious. So the bird looks at it. He's like, oh, wait, whoa, whoa. And he gets a little sketchy and then he turns around he's like "Ah, i'm just gonna get him anyway Uh so he comes back in perfect decap situation i'm body shooting the bird has his back to us getting ready to posture up to the jake decoy and has his head straight up and i'm like i'm just i'm gonna i'm gonna get him right Mm -hmm. here he's eight yards and just let her fly and i rolled him and long story short he just flopped and ran over the hill and blood trail and we ended up finding him and he got up and flew away like it was nothing
1: they're tough bastards i missed
0: that i missed that kill zone by like an inch like
1: just a a, basically a flesh wound at that point
0: yeah it was a flesh wound i mean took off flying like it was nothing i'm like well
1: that's what people people that have never bow hunted turkeys or never shot a turkey they don't understand like how resilient they are man but that bird's gonna live
0: yeah yeah yeah, I'm sure he was gobbling the next day, just laughing.
1: Ha ha ha
0: Took an arrow, boys. You see this wound? How well, about that?
1: Well, let's wrap up our story so we get on to these guys' stories. So we went back to the farm we went to that morning. Did, you, did we cover this already? Nope. So that we went in. Like, that bird's going to be in here. We walked down onto the ridge where that bird Yeah, we quit. went
0: all the way out. Like, we're we're going to well, get right in the honey hole. We're
1: in the hardwoods at this point. Yep. And we just take the thermo seats, set them up. Set up on some trees, put the dec- just a hen decoy at this point in the middle of the woods. Yep. And we're just sitting there, and we're hearing a new term that we developed. I don't know. Maybe this is already a term. Ghost gobbles, what we thought. Right. So we're sitting there, we're like, was that a gobble? A ghost gobble is a gobble. Me and Cameron talked about this tank. Um, after you get down to Turkey Hunt, you want to hear gobbles so bad that even when you're just, like, inside, your brain is hearing ghost gobbles way off in the distance yep so that's what i call a ghost gobble that might be a term already it sounds like it should be a term if not you're welcome
0: but we walked in we walked out on this ridge yeah like this is this is where they were this morning let's go call the same bird back i mean he's his mood has changed i'm sure we could probably call him in he's there somewhere yeah Yeah. so we walked back there and "Eh, nothing i'm like you know what let's you know you said let's just give it 30 yeah. See, so, Austin, getting patient. I'm trying. I'm like, I like I'm it. like, I'm I'm doing all right, better. Let's just give it 30 then, because at that I, point I'm I've like, I had
1: success. Now I understand what it takes. You know,
0: at that point I'm See? like, I'm like, nope, piss on it. Let's go mushrooming. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, no, let's give it 30. I'm like, fine. Let's sit down. So we sat down. Both are.
1: I wanted started, a nap. That's
2: fine. turkey paloozas. is are We were cruising our phone. I was <laughs>
1: nodding for a bit. <laughs> but yeah, I was. I was. I'll admit, I was on TikTok.
2: That's a, okay.
0: Well. I was uh, cruising the Instagram and looking at all your hero shots, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck I'm Kurt. I'm like, man, that's, uh, that's cool. <laughs> I'm
1: going to show him how it's done. Fuck him. I don't care if he gets it on the fucking guy.
0: Someday I'm going to shoot one. But he I'm thinks he's my- cool now because
1: <laughs> Lord Chandler took him out, and he decapped a bird at five yards. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopity-doo. Yeah. So we're Big deal, there. Kurt, you pussy. I'm like, what, Ross? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just forget it. So we're sitting there just not even talking real quiet and then we'd say something to each other and then quiet and all of a sudden out of the random like one gobbles right over the hill close I'm like holy shit he's like literally right over this ridge
1: yeah a ravine over
0: yeah and then it sounded like sounded like he was uh, well yeah because on our side of the creek well he
1: gobbled you pointed one direction i'm like no i think that was over here and you're like it sound like it was over here well then uh, probably what you're getting to another gobble there was one on the other ridge so we had a bird on each side of these ravines yep. that we were on i'm like oh shit this could get weird
0: and and one was in the distance the first one that you heard was that one to your left out there the ghost gobble. i mean it, it, the ghost gobble but i didn't hear it but you said i heard one over there i'm like okay sure well, and then bah, right there underneath us, I'm like, "This is the bird. We're killing this one." And I yeah. rah, 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 start getting him fired up. Never said another word.
1: And this is like twelve fifteen, twelve. We're getting 20, close. 20, like getting into that one o'clock range.
0: Yep. So we're getting real, real close. I'm like, "Oh man, let's just let's get this fire, this bird fired up." I mean, he's right here. Let's just get him. And I I start trying to you know talk him in there, and he just wouldn't. He never said a thing. I thought I heard a hen, but I wasn't sure. And about that time, the one that you said was over there, you're like, it was right there. I mean, it hammered hard. I'm like, oh, shit. So hit him again. Got quiet. About 30 seconds to a minute and a half. I don't know, somewhere in there. Did it again. Rant, rant, rant. And he, bah, even closer. I'm like, yes. Yeah. So we've got two birds potentially sneaking up on us because I figure. From from opposite directions. Yeah. And I figure when that one below that hill shut up, he was on the move. Like, he could be in our lap any second. So I'm getting real. I'm not being real aggressive on the call. I'm just trying to be like, hey, we're here. You can come talk to us. That'd be cool. But.
1: See what's up Get a drink See what's you know.
0: up Get a drink Hang out with this hen Have a
1: coffee You know
0: Yeah So I, I wasn't getting too aggressive But either way Like both of them were fired up And they were going to be In our laps any point So I just got quiet We waited Shit it was like 15 minutes
1: Or longer yeah
0: It felt like Yeah And you're like eh, Squawk at him I'm like uh, rah, 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 rah. Nothing And we did that for another 10 minutes Nothing hit the time limit, I'm like, fuck it, we're going mushrooming. <laughs> and we found a pile on the way out. And we did. The the biggest patch
1: of morels, not not quantity, but size of morels that I found. They in were one hand spot. size. They were big. That one was a honker, man.
0: Well, for instance, these, what, what 14, 15, 12 yeah. mushrooms that we found yeah. that filled both our hats fed a group of 15 or 16 people yeah that was a good haul i mean they were big ones it's a good run so
1: but we hunted our ass off we get we hunted every minute of legal light yeah you know that was a hard day it wasn't for a lack of trying man we were on yep. birds all day too yep so your guys's experience were you guys on the birds the whole day you feel too
2: yeah like i said we made a half a dozen sets and uh real what? close on that last one
3: well the first set we got set up and we had uh we had a tom out in the field, maybe 300 yards. Then we had a coyote split us. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so, I mean, the coyote's about 150 yards from us. Turkey's 300 yards, probably. But he's out in the field. Like, he can see our decoys. Right. So I think we I mean, we would have had good odds there. But I was hunting with Austin, so I, I was so confident I was going to kill a bird. I took a natter days in my pocket.
1: You had the Lord
3: with you. Yeah, so I had a celebration beer <laughs> in my pocket. Walking out there in the dark. Yeah.
2: Like, it's going to be a done deal. Right. Keep that in mind, cool. this is after a pretty good night of drinking. We've got five hours of sleep, and Wayne's already packing the celebratory beer. Well, and I just killed that
1: bird, right? Like, yeah, just was- in knockout fashion. So, it's like our, our confidence level going into the next oh, morning yeah. was as high as it could be. The way it happened, like a decap at six yards, like... So, yeah, of course, I felt confident that you were going to kill one. I was like, yeah, you better take a natter day. Right. You know? <laughs> like, I encouraged it. It was actually probably one of my natter days. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, you're going to need that. <laughs> looking back, I should have took more. <laughs> Just I'm drinking them in the... But... Just to drown your sorrows or... Right, right, yeah. <laughs> so that coyote, what a bastard, huh?
3: Yeah, and, of course, Austin's trying to, like... When the turkey's not looking, like, he's trying to wave, like... Because that, that that dog's watching us in the decoys, like he's trying to shoot him away, right? And he's too far away, like he can't just shoot him, right? You know, right, hopefully he'd run off, like he was just too far away, right? That makes sense. But um, he ended up screwing that up for us. That sucks, yeah. man. It sucks. How he far gets, was he? Oh, he's probably hundred and a half. Oh I mean, yeah. The, yeah the coyote was hundred hundred fifty yards too
1: far to lob one.
3: Yep. Uh, he might have been in the wheelhouse. <laughs>
1: He could have. (laughs) Depends on how many natter days you had that morning. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That bastard, man. Okay. So, son of a bitch. That
3: sucks. Yeah. So, we started off with that. And then, uh, then we went to the pasture after that. Went
2: back to the pasture, and it was dead, man. It was disappointing. That's like my number one turkey farm, and it was freaking dead. So, after an hour of tinkering back there and trying to take a nap in the seat. Well, on the way in, we seen a strutter out in the field on the neighbors. Yeah. So
3: I was like, man, I said, of course we know this guy very, very well. So Austin messaged him, said, mm-hmm. hey, there's turkey out there. You care if we go after him? And never heard nothing, or never heard nothing. So we went back, set up, kind of a bust. Yeah. But then he messaged us, like, once we got back in the truck to come out. He's like, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. And we're driving down the field road, and we have the windows down in my truck, and we're just all talking. And I heard, I heard a gobble. I just I shut my truck off. I'm still in gear, <laughs> so, so I throw it in the park, and we could see a fan, maybe forty yards, fifty. From us. Yeah, 40, 50 yards. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. We were just in the fence line in a little bowl, so he's all strutted out there, and yeah. come to find out, there's two tom's out there, two hens, and uh, just so he's so like, is
2: so this is on the neighbor still? That we yeah. just got permission. That you to got get, permission to, yeah. to, to go on. Yeah. yeah, we were just getting ready to kind of check the the field out. As we were cresting the hill, we didn't even get to crest the hill, and we could already see his fan like 50 yards from us. So he'd already beat us back out. And mm. We uh, we tried to put a move on both of those birds. After I Snapchatted them, strutting in front of the truck past us. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching that video. <laughs> <laughs> so they got past us. We set up, and to no avail, we called at him. So that, uh, that pair was done for us and then we got close on one up on the bluff again the same farm where the coyote had messed us up first thing we went back there and uh, doing the same thing what you were doing ross just trying to get one to strike up we're carrying in a freaking double bowl blind three chairs you know all the all the shit we needed make it all the way back to what i call the pocket right where you saw the bobcat last year yeah yeah yep so we get back in there and one snaps off at us and we get set up and he's coming and he, he comes. It, th- it didn't take him 10 minutes to get in, I don't think. No. He came in quick. I was actually worried about setting up because I knew the time was getting close, and he was in on us in 10 minutes.
3: Time yep. was in 1 o'clock. Yep. Yeah. Then we also thought that um, a hen busted us. We could hear her chirping. Yeah, I could
2: hear a bird popping, yeah. but I don't... Obviously, it didn't mess him up because he came in.
3: Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we thought he was coming behind us. We were talking about ghost gobbles. Yeah. Like, I didn't hear it. Tank didn't hear it, and he's like... I think you hear one
2: drumming right behind us. You hear that? You hear that? I'm like, I don't hear nothing. Yeah. Anyway. And it was like two minutes later, I'm like, there's one drumming. Like, I know what he's yeah, you could hear him.
1: But did you hear it
3: at that point? I didn't. I never you never did. Heard it. Yeah. I never did hear him. Then he ended up crossing the field and getting in the timber. And uh hello. He went past us, then he came back. At one point, he was probably what twenty, twenty five yards in yep. the timber. Because we're just in a little bottleneck like Right. Yeah, I mean, not very wide. Then he starts working his way out, and Tank has the the rangefinder, and he's like, he's at 46, 47, 48. And at this time, I, I'm full draw, like leaning over these two guys in that blind. I got one knee on the ground, and I'm reaching, and I'm shooting through the small hole, right, the side window yep, instead yep. of like the the big vertical bank. windows. Yeah. So I'm like, that arrow is gonna have a lot of lock. All right, I'm gonna hit this blind. I think. Yeah and uh, your body shoot not decapping for the rest yes yes and uh tanks like 47 48 49 50 and i shot right over him <sighs> he, he was walking away i was going for i was going for a spine shot yeah he's walking straight away
1: it. That's a good shot on a bird yeah
0: and i shot right over him damn
2: that would have been epic right that would have been a good way to end it
0: can you imagine smacking him in the head with a with a fixed broadhead. You had to be like,
2: I did, I meant to do it. Doug yeah, did it he, last year. Doug. Wayne would have never admitted that he was going for a body shot at that point. <laughs> right. like, well, you know, I was trying to head you. Did you guys was, see that? Honestly,
0: <laughs> everybody that nat- would say the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: You had that Natterday gone before anybody reacted. <laughs>
3: actually, I opened say that- my name. I drank that Natterday like on set three. I so, actually, when those Toms <laughs> cut across in front of us, I said, fuck it, I'm starting- it's 7.30. They, these guys are looking yeah. at me like... The
2: coyote busted us at 6.05. Fuck it. Celebratory <laughs> beer's coming on. <out. laughs> um, yeah. All the snacks are gone. <laughs> that's, that's
1: great, man. man. Well, I... Sorry, is there more to that one? Or yeah, is it no, just
0: that's game? pretty much... That's like pretty so, much the finale. Yeah. that's
1: the finale. Man, that would have been a way to end it, huh?
0: Yeah. Just riding the struggle bus.
1: I, I think birds are meant to hunt with your buddies. Oh, yeah. I have that perspective now. Like, it's i don't have a lot of properties uh that i can bring my buddies on but i have one i could probably squeeze a couple guys on and i'm already plotting like hey this county if you're interested i there is one farm that i'm very familiar with i know and that's where i got my buddy tyler his first bird and there's a lot of birds there so i'm, I'm mapping some stuff out like what can i make work you know because it was so much fun so much fun like deer hunting is an it's a Deer hunting's weird, right? There's politics involved in deer. Not with us. Our crew is very open and like really transparent on where we hunt and stuff. We we know none of us in the podcast crew is going to try and screw the buddy out on where he hunts or whatever.
3: Well, Austin did
2: tell me he's going to punch me in the fucking face. Oh.
3: Because I was talking about his sister. I was like, well, I'm just going to marry the farm and the family. I'm going to have uh, a third of this farm. This has
2: been happening for five years, mind you. Yeah. Okay. And Tank
3: looks over course we're just joking he's like he's gonna punch you in the fucking face <laughs> and he's at this time you know he's hung over it shit yeah i was like if he's ever gonna punch me do it right now you're at 60 percent, maybe <laughs> so i'm like fucking bring it, like, <laughs> it's gonna be worth it. you're on <laughs> his ground hunting birds exactly i'm talking about what ground he can hunt next year
1: <laughs> i
3: got i got dibs on this one i got dibs on this one hey awesome remember that hay bale
1: blind that's daddy's now
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take pictures of it because you're never gonna see it again <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna call me
1: brother. <laughs> Solid game plan, Wayne. I gotta yeah, Big brain. Hey, I'm counting on Cody <laughs> and Iowa to kind of, you know, be together. And by the interaction I saw Saturday, they, they seemed to be good. You know, they both played with uh, Monster Truck. Little matchbox. By the yeah. time
2: Wayne gets done and Cody gets done, I'm going to be shit on a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I might as well move. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah, might as well sell everything off
1: now. <laughs> just post it up. <laughs> just build your money, flip everything, and then get out. <laughs> your, two of your really good friends just screw you over and just box you out of everything you ever had. <laughs> it's you're, like, well, that was great. You're welcome. Well, oh. Remember
2: the decap, Kurt? Remember that? <laughs> it was good while it lasted.
1: <laughs> That's funny as hell. It was fun, man. I, I am convinced birds are for hunting with your boys, man. It was a good time. Like even like Ross, even though we didn't like have we had we had successes and we were on birds. Yeah, and and hearing them gobble that close, it's you know, like
0: oh man, this is what it's all about.
1: I was definitely more motivated hunting with my buddies for turkeys than and that, I think that might have been my problem. Every time I've hunted birds in the spring, I've been by myself. Right, right. So I go out, I'm like fuck these things man right it's not a deer there's no antlers like well, it's just, it just it grabbed well, me the same you know
0: it was just like the i was i was the patient one to start out and you were impatient and then i was like you know what piss on this yeah and you're like let's just hold up i mean what's cool about hunting with buddies is sometimes you like i just said you go you go back and forth a little bit so when your mood changes the other one's like just just hold tight talk you back into what yeah, you need yeah, to yeah. Do. i mean you, you talk each other back into it and you stick with it and you have yeah. You can hunt till 1 o'clock p.m. and still nothing. Right.
1: I mean, it's a long time. I've never, I mean, I hunted pretty hard in Kansas when I was hunting birds, hunting rios. So I hunted, you can hunt all day there, you know. But I like, I drove to Kansas. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm here to hunt all day. Right. Where, you know, Turkey Blues, we were there to hunt and kill birds. So yep. that's what we did, man. We hunted all day. Um, hey, it wasn't for lack of trying. Mm. We were on them.
3: No, big big shout-out to you and Leah for hosting us there. And, yeah, you know, I appreciate them. it. And, Definitely. And both nights, uh, the birds that Austin had killed this year, the first night, Austin and Leah made a bunch of shish kebabs that Austin ah, grilled. Those so good. Those, those were money.
1: I made them uh, for Mother's Day last night. My mom came over, and I cubed up the breast for my bird and did a – Kind of like an Asian zing kebab nice. uh, blend copy of your guys' recipe. That's that my favorite beautiful.
2: way to do it. I've fixed turkeys a few different ways, and that's kind of my favorite way to do it.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. but seriously, thank you for letting us all come over and crash your place and letting for us sure. hunt some of your farms and do all that. And I Ross, love- thank you for letting me come out and hunt, hunt with you on some of your farms, man. Yeah. That's a, it's a blast. Well, that's like I say, time. if I
0: was by myself, it would have sucked. But you, you know, yeah. being with buddies. I we just- had fun, man. And by the way, I have
1: footage of Ross cutting a giant window in the first blind we sat in with a decap blade. I literally
0: took a decap blade off and and used it as a knife because I forgot my knife. He
1: goes, man, fuck this window. I wish I had a knife to cut it. I'm like, well, you have your decap. He's like, yeah, good point. Shit. (laughs) <laughs> cut a giant hole in this blind. I'm like, hell yeah. He,
0: he filmed it. I was getting ready to it. He's like, what are you What are you doing? I'm yeah. like, he goes, I thought you were cutting out that screen because it had Velcro all He all was around. going to
1: tear the screen. He's like, ah, fuck that. And that's why I thought you were going to cut out the camo mesh screening. You know what I mean? Be quiet.
0: Shh, sh, sh, cut it out. Nope. Right into the canvas. Right through the side of the blind. Sh, sh, sh. I'm like, sick. <laughs> no window? Now there's a window. Yeah. Now I can yeah.
1: shoot. It was a good time, man. It's. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it again next year. Yeah, and
2: the third annual Turkey Palooza will probably be hosted at the bigger ranch. Next I hope year. so, man. That's just alternate plan. every year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His uh, his man barn is going to be so epic. It's, it's I don't a really, house. Yeah,
0: it's. I've been working on it for three years. So it's how many square little, foot is that? Ah, oh, shit, man. It's like what is it like thirty-five by forty-five, and then two layer or two decks. So it's I don't know. Here's the
1: thing. I think, you know, we're going to have tags in camp next year, of course, but I think with all the buildup and all the talk we've had about Turkey Palooza, I think you're going to have a lot of people wanting to just come out for the after party starting at two o'clock until. Which
2: is fun.
0: I mean, oh, that's yeah, a that's good time. Man. Yeah. Yeah. You spend the rest of the day just hanging out, just talking. I mean, that's, that's the hunting is a blast, but to get all the guys in camp sitting there talking, like it's, that's where it's at.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. That'll be a good time, man. Your your place is going to be super rad. I mean, Austin's, yours is crazy. But, you know, it's it's going to be a cool back and forth. You know, every other year, like, rotate that. and Yeah. It's going to be a good time.
0: Well, it, it might be one night at my place and the next night at Austin's. I that's mean, a good point, give, too. Give, give Leah and Austin a break one night, and then we just go back and forth that way.
1: That's a good call. That That's the way to do it right there. That's I mean, the move.
0: Yeah, because two full days. It's a, a mean, long time. Because you don't have everybody you don't have everybody in camp doesn't have tags so what do the guys do that don't have tags they hang around all day so then our wives got to deal with a whole bunch of guys hanging around so it's (laughs) just let's just let's just go back and forth give our wives a break so
1: yeah it was fun i'm looking forward to next year man it's uh it was cool as hell really cool well boys i appreciate you coming in to kind of finish this uh the turkey palooza podcast off wayne thanks for coming to the studio man hey thanks for having me how was it making the real you were on the last camp podcast but this is the studio podcast you're like talking into a mic and stuff. It's
3: yeah after a a few of those bush lights you know got me where i need to be so i was loosened up and it's just
1: nerve-wracking at first because it's like wow this microphone shoved in my face i'm gonna say something stupid but shit dude we say stupid shit every week and you just, right.
0: you know, just deal with it i dropped way more f-bombs on this episode than ever but
1: hey Likely so, though. I mean, it's just, uh, hey, you know what? I, I didn't turn this tur- the working class sign red for this podcast. Oh, it's
0: still green.
1: You know, I would think with all the birds we killed and everything, I'm going to turn that thing red, and it's going to stay red through bear camp. And the following week of this, we are going to do a, it's a bear camp podcast, but it's going to be the pre-bear camp. And then while we're in camp, we're going to Wyoming here in a few weeks. Well, fuck, by the time this releases, it'll be the following week. And we will be in camp, and we're going to try and record. Depending on how everything lays out, I'd like to record one every day, even a half-hour one every day. So we'll see how it works out in podcast land. Um, But they're going to be legit camp, canvas wall tent podcast, as real as it gets.
0: Horseback, into the bait signs, yeah.
1: Horseback, you got it. Worst case,
0: we don't see any bears. There's a lot of horses to go after. A lot of horses,
1: man. We need some horse meat. We're going to have uh, (laughs) – i mean clint casper devin leonard ty glenn ross bigger lord chandler myself i mean plus add in a bunch of other rad rad dudes um, a couple of listeners that bought hunts with us for that um
0: danny green's one of them. yeah
1: danny green yeah. um it, it's gonna be a stacked stacked camp podcast i'm sure a lot of laughs and a lot of good shit going on i'm excited man it's gonna be fun I've been to a sliver of Wyoming one time, and I'm looking forward to hunting Wyoming for bears. Never hunted bears. Well, mm-hmm. good luck, fellas. Thank you.
3: Thank you, man. It's going
1: to be a damn good time. I think me and Danny are the only people in camp that have not
0: shot bears. Which is going to be awesome. So I hope that makes us a priority. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you're Kurt. You're Kurt Geyer from working class. Like, I have to kill a bear. You're, you're. Yeah, you're gonna get put on the six hundred pounder.
1: In all honesty, I, 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 need to kill a bear because I need meat for the rest of the season. I, uh, I get, I donated to the food pantry in Mercer County, Illinois, with a well, my two bucks I shot this year, um, because of expecting mule deer meat from the mule deer I killed. Well. I'm just going to say, the outfitter didn't send me all my meat, and it was kind of a headache. So I said, fuck it. And now I'm short meat because I donated a lot of my meat. So now, and that's all my family thrives off of is right. wild game. Like, we do not buy meat from the grocery store. So I'm really banking on killing a bear for meat. Like, that's, of course, I want the bear for the experience, but I, I need it for meat. Daddy's so, hungry. Daddy does not want to buy burger at the grocery store. Don't want to do it. I'm poor. <laughs> So no
3: sixty pounders. Well, I mean I guess to that last day. I gotta
1: have some meat. You know what I mean? So That's what you call the other white meat. I know everybody thinks hey you get paid from this podcast, you got a good day job. Yeah, I got a decent day job, but uh I'm working class and if I can feed my family off wild game, that's the way to do it. So Exactly. Anyway, thank you guys so much for everything. Austin, thanks for guiding me on that bird and helping me get that decap and killer footage. And Appreciate it. Man. It's it a uh, good time. Good reaction to the footage. I've watched it a ton of times and I'll watch it. I'll probably watch it every day until next turkey season. So <laughs> I appreciate all you guys. Thanks for everything. Wayne, thanks for being on Team WCB. No, Pre- thanks for having me. Appreciate you. And uh, Ross, it was a good go.
0: Hey, it was a good go.
1: Next year. We'll next get year. it. Next year. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you.